So now we can start and go because it was on the right channel. That's right. <laughs> What's a podcast without a few difficult technical difficulties? Technical difficulties? Yeah, man. Uh, like, I'm just going to have to start and go, but, you know, like, because, like, uh, the way that I, that we, it's been a while since we've done this. Good God. Good, good gosh. Well, I guess it was, did, did we talk about the state of play? Yeah, we did talk about the state of play. I just looked at the last episode that we did. Like, good God. Sheesh. Like, it's, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. <laughs> Someone went to a musical festival, music festival, and had the time of their life rocking out. I don't know if he had his cock out or not, but you know. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to see that. <laughs> Isn't that the line, rock out your cock out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, wants to <laughs> sounds like it ain't the move, man. It's not the move. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> man! Oh man! Yeah, maybe I should cut that. It ain't happening. <laughs> no, that was, that was great. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> Stone with his munchies today. His Dr Pepper. Yup, yup. Oh man, me and my water. Let's see. Let's do. Uh, let's do this. <laughs> Welcome to Able Gaming Podcast, episode two hundred five. Your podcast MC Perry, Zad, Seth Stone. How you doing, man? <laughs> we out here. We out here. <laughs> it's a Sunday. Happy October. It. This is the most wonderful time of the year for video games. Yep, mm-hmm. good in that way. Yeah. Do not remember the way you do things at Able Gaming. Look at video game news. and might be influenced to the gaming community. Talk that shit along the way, and occasionally walk it back. Mm-hmm. But we have nothing to walk back right now. It's been two weeks. Yep, we gotta walk back our lack of content, I guess. Lack of walking back. I mean, dude, we've been going ham this year. It feels like it. Like, hey, listen, we've been doing this for six years, which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. And ever since 2020, with the shift when I brought Jen on. For the first time, and that's wanting to make it weekly. I've never ever not liked doing the podcast. I love doing it since then. Yeah, because it's been like, oh, like let me get a guest on here or a guest on there to see where it goes. But to do it weekly now is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you get to talk about everything. And when I switch it to just being more gaming centric, it made more sense. But like, yeah. Yeah, and it's been the most <clears throat> wonderful time, and I'm just still working on this book. Almost done. Woo! The goal is to be done in two weeks. I mean, two weeks. And that's it. Two weeks. I want to be done. I want to be done before Spider Man comes out. Spider Man. Because <laughs> you know, Miles Morales. Miles Morales inspired like. Peter Parker and Miles Morales in a game together where you get to switch between the two whenever the fuck you feel like it. That's pretty cool, though. <laughs> GTA style. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But there are a ton of new games. What have you been playing right now, brother? Um, brother. I've been playing mostly World of Warcraft. You know, it's kind of consumed my soul, but mm-hmm. we're getting ready for it. Ice Crown Citadel, The Last Raid, and the Wrath of the Lich King expansion to come out. <laughs> yeah. That'll be sweet. Uh, I've been playing Baldur's Gate 3 with my sister. I was actually just playing that before we came in here. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty How, good. Uh, are you liking it better now still? Oh, yeah. No, it's great. Cool, cool, cool. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Larian Studios already. I love Divinity. Mm-hmm. Original Sin 1 and 2. Second one's a much better game. But, you know, it's their sophomore release. And then Baldur's Gate 3 just takes all the good stuff about um, Sorry. Divinity and just cranks it up to 11, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it mixes it with D&D, which is another favorite of mine. It's, so, so it's everything that you want. Everything I want in a game. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, like I said... I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 like here and there because it's like a easy switch game that can pick up and go like alright play a little bit of this and then put it down put mm-hmm. it up. because like if I play Boulder's Gate or anything like that I know I'll just get sucked away and I don't want to do anything else Cyberpunk just came out like a week ago yep. and it's like uh, no this week actually it came out this week and I'm like I don't want to play this right now because if I do I'm not going to play any, I don't want to do anything else yeah and I like that statement too that Cyberpunk just came out this week because it you know, <laughs> finally came out. <laughs> Cyberpunk, the the game that you know the actual Cyberpunk game actually finally just came out. So yeah, I was talking to Jacob yesterday. He's like, I just keep finding more stuff I don't like about this, but he's still playing it. You know? Yeah. I hate that. I hate that more than anything is when you find stuff that you don't like about a new update or something, and mm-hmm. but you're still playing the game. Yeah. It's like you're just like seeing it happen. <laughs> And it's like, like looking at a train wreck, you know? You just can't look away. Mm, good God. Speaking of train, I know you're not around around this time, but like, you know what the weirdest thing is? Is like when these train tracks are going off, mm-hmm. there's no train coming at all. It's like, why? <laughs> like, why? I don't know. There's some trains that move around town, so, you know, maybe they're just a few miles down the road or something. No, like, they go off for a while. It gets to the point, like, where, like, you don't even hear anything. So, you would just think. They do it daily, though. Yeah. I got the game on. I'm a Panther fan. It's a Sunday. Happy Sunday to you guys. So, I got my jersey on. You don't know that yet. Nice pick. Sorry. <laughs> I think we just scored. Uh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, where do you want to start? So, what'd you, so I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. You've been playing Boulder Gate 3 and while. So, where would you like to start? Well, I guess with the big one, um, you know, we, we've been talking about it for a couple weeks, I think, in the in the community here, the uh, Xbox leaks. Okay, Microsoft what leaks. exactly is this? Because I guess because I've been so busy <clears throat> to, like, even think about yeah. leaks. So, what, what happened was... <laughs> Um, they licked their own shit, though. Right? You know what I heard? Yeah. Uh, basically, so this is the this is the ongoing court battle between uh, Microsoft and Sony, uh, where Microsoft or Sony is trying to block. Uh, so Sony and others, like the FCC and others, are are trying to block the acquisition of um, Blizzard Activision by Microsoft Game Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, so. They're just more and more documents are getting put into the court filings, basically. Yeah. Um, all the all court proceedings are public record, right? Unless, oh, unless okay. they are sealed or otherwise specified, right? Um, we had issues with this a few months ago, uh, whenever with the Sony portion of the trial, um, where both uh, both companies like internal documents got leaked. Because all those records or all those documents go into public record, so you can just go and look at them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, after that happened, they were like, "Okay, well, we need these to be sealed, so 
Microsoft, like the court was like, okay, you guys set up a secure link and put all your files in there and we'll look at them and they won't be part of public record because they're trade secrets. And Microsoft's like, okay. And then what happens? Microsoft fucks up. <laughs> they fucked up. They yeah. fucked up because um, they were supposed to provide a secure link and instead they just sent the files directly to the court and the court put them Oh, the gosh. Process. No wonder that's what they said. They looked their own shit because they didn't follow what they should have done. Yeah. Oh, man. So it was their own shit. So they sent it directly to the court and the court would follow their normal process and uploaded all that shit to their normal repository. And now they're just all fucking out there. Yeah. It, it's like... It is like they forgot their pants when they left the house that day. Okay, yeah, like it is all what? hanging out. It doesn't make any sense though. How? Why do they not do that? Somebody, just... somebody fucked up somewhere. I'm not yeah. sure whose head rolled, but somebody fucked up somewhere. But in any case, we get to talk about a lot of bullshit that they <laughs> they leaked. Um, I mean, talk about from what this says from this article. I know there's probably more because, like I said, I just didn't see it. I'm passing through the writing, and like I said, I was sick last week, mm. so gaming news was the last thing on my fucking mind. Yeah. yeah, so I think from this article, they said that like it might be coming, other hardware coming in 2024 or something like that. Yeah, uh, so there was there was a leak about um, another system that is basically like a digital only version of the Xbox Series, whatever. Yeah. Um. So that would be, it would be um, just like a streaming platform built to stream Game Pass, basically. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, which is something they talked about doing for a while, and it's just more stuff like where they've been talking about doing that. Um, you know, in this most recent round where people have been dig- digging through it, uh, they've been talking about doing like an Xbox crypto wallet, like cryptocurrencies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, I don't know, I think that kind of makes sense, I guess, because you want to be able to accept any kind of currency, more or less, but you just want to make sure it's legitimate. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, a few, like, last week, uh, the big thing that was found was uh, they talked about um, acquisitions for Game Pass. Like, it really offers a peek behind the veil at, like, the top level decision making for Xbox Game Studios um, because for instance they estimated that it would have taken them 300 million dollars to get Jedi War uh, Je- uh, Star Wars um, Jedi Survivor mm-hmm. onto Game Pass and they called it like a crown jewel you know they highly valued that game and thought it would be like excellent to get it on Game Pass you know uh, whereas on the opposite end of the spectrum um they valued Baldur's Gate 3 at $5 million. What? Yeah. And thought that it would be kind of like a whatever game. What? But, basic, but basically, this is how much that they... So, uh, apparently, I guess, they pay a lump sum to the devs in order to get, like, partner rights and put them put those games onto Game Pass. So... But thing is, though, like you're telling me that what? Mm-hmm. I don't believe any of that, of course. Yeah, and they've uh, these are estimates of like their internal like estimates of like how much they think it would cost them to buy the rights to put a game on Game Pass. Because mm-hmm. that's essentially what they're doing, and I, that now it's like okay, well, that's kind of how the studio makes their money. Is the um, they don't get like a pay-per-play thing, they get paid a lump sum up front. Yeah. And then that game's on Game Pass for however long. Um, so, damn. 
But yeah. it's a, so they, they gave them like different kinds of ratings for like wow factor and uh, different kinds of like likelihood ratings, like whether they think the studio would be uh, amenable to them buying the rights and putting it on game. But Pass. like just but going back, I'm walking back to like the Boulder's Gate thing though. Like not one like you told me how good Larry is. Is you mm-hmm. harped about it, like when you first came on this podcast? Well, I mean to be fair to Larry and like they're. Games haven't really had like a crazy peak player count. They've sold well throughout the years, and they've done a lot of sales. Um, but it's like I don't know. Like the even Larian didn't think Baldur's Gate three was going to be this big of a runaway hit. I really am. Yeah. Even though it was D and D. Yeah. So okay, cool. Well, they because I think um, I'll have to look it up again real quick. But I think the peak player count for Divinity Original Sin two, which is Larian's last game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the peak player count wasn't even like 100k on Steam. 100,000. Yeah, yeah. Not even 100,000. Good gosh. Well, those are different times too, though. Yeah. And, you know, you got to think about a lot of people bought and played through Larian's uh, game, um, you know, Divinity Original Sin 2, and played it with friends, got more people to play, played it, played it, played it, played it. And then now, after so many years, you now have a lot, you have a more large fan base you know mm-hmm. it just took it like six years to like yeah develop. to get to get that far yeah yeah most of that like you know i haven't even played divinity original sin 2 it's a great game i i think it's i, I think it's definitely one of the best western rpgs of all time like it's up there in like divinity yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's up there in the top five for sure yeah yeah, yeah. western too yeah 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 i i could definitely see it up there because it hmm like, I mean, I'd put it up there with, like, the Skyrims of the world. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Like, it's up there. I'm thinking Skyrim, that one. Mm-hmm. Fallout. No. Yeah. Yeah. Now, technically, um, Divinity and um, Baldur's Gate 3 and all that fall into a, another subcategory of RPG called a computer RPG. Mm-hmm. Where, it, you know, it's, like, top-down. Top-down, yeah, yeah. Like, more tactical Kind of asymmetric and all this, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, well, sounds like that. I think they were talking about like the next console releasing in 2028 from this article, which isn't too far off if you think about it. Seven years for a new console. So every seven years is when we get a new console, roughly. Yeah, so that's not like earth shattering. Mid-gen hardware revisions will apparently bring some modest enhancements to the hardware, along with a physical redesign for the Xbox Series X edition. I don't know how I feel about that, though, honestly. Wasn't it like a couple of weeks, like a month or so ago, Phil Spencer saying, like, there's no real point in making a mid-generation? Didn't he say that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, your articles are saying this, man. I think Phil Spencer had a response to this, too. So, okay. Um, the According to uh, Steam Base, uh, which they, they keep track of, like, Steam uh, player counts and statistics and such. Mm-hmm. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition's peak player count is 17,654. Mm-hmm. Seven, like 18,000 players at the same time playing Divinity Original Sin 2. Only 18,000? That, that's its peak player count. 
Compared to Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> compared to Baldur's Gate 3, which had like a fucking lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even counting the people that had played in early access either. Yeah, exactly. So it, it um, let me look up their peak player count too. These are where the numbers really matter, guys. The numbers. Yeah, so Baldur Gate, Baldur's Gate 3's all time peak player count was. 873,941. So, Divinity Original Sin 2 is 18,000. Baldur's Gate 3 is 875,000. Bit a difference. Bit of a difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sounds like it's a great game. It's a great game. Check it out. Go check out Baldur's Gate 3, guys. Early plug for recommendations. Well, apparently, Postmaster says this league obviously is not us living up to that expectation. We will learn from what happened and be better going forward. We all put incredible amounts of passion and energy to our work, and this is never how we want that hard work to be shared with the community. Okay. So, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they've had several email chains leaked as well as part of these documents. Um, things where they talked about buying Capcom, yeah. where they talked about how they should buy. Nintendo, because Nintendo's future is as a software provider, uh, which I can't agree with, honestly. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> well, Nintendo's a software provider. I, I think that I think that Nintendo's strength is in its IP and not in... It's hardware. Like, it's hardware or anything. So I, I think that really, like, the Switch did well, but if, like, if the Switch hadn't done well... Then I think that Nintendo just would have switched to being uh, like a software or IP provider, basically. So they would make games for other systems, and I think that's where Nintendo should go. Not a popular opinion, but it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I it's, share that with Phil Spencer. It ain't gonna happen, though. <laughs> you can, they're like Disney. You can never put them down. I mean, Disney does IP too, and they recognize that they're bad at video games. So. Yeah. Actually, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, well, it, that wasn't developed by them. That was developed by Square. But it's still a Disney game, though. <laughs> it is a Disney game. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's a Disney game because Disney gave Square a bunch of IP to play with, basically. Mm-hmm, good God. But it's like all the, the Star Wars games. You know, Disney's not doing that in-house. They're renting out the Star Wars IP to other developers to make Star Wars games. Like, Jedi Survivor. Speaking of which, uh, I'm almost done with that game. Fuck that game. <laughs> okay, but let's see. What other things happened from this leak? I mean, I had the Capcom thing here, but I don't know if that was... Comp- He's like, the Capcom said, uh, boss said, like, he would decline. Microsoft buyout. I think Capcom can, doesn't need to, to be bought out by Microsoft at all. Hell, Street Fighter, Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, Dragon's Dogma 2, which looks fucking amazing. Good God, I can't wait for that game. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. and, and, I mean, the Dragon's Dogma anime is pretty fucking dope, too. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah, on Netflix, yeah. When did you watch it? Months ago. Months ago, when it came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dragon's Dogma is a really good game. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. Uh, let's see, is there anything else came from these leaks that I'm not aware about? Uh, those are the biggest ones, the things that jump out to me. But yeah, I, I think that they, uh, they talk shit about Sony too and some of the emails. Um, I mean, of course they're going to talk shit about Sony. Yeah. Like, why, why do you, like, that's your competitor. 
But I mean, that's the thing. Is like, there was a lot of documentation there, and people are still digging through it. You know, oh, so, they're still doing it. Yeah, and I mean, this trial is still ongoing. So who knows what else we'll find? You know, what else will get put out there? Oh yeah, because they still haven't signed the diet line for the Activision deal, have they? Nope. Uh, the UK did give their okay a, a little while back, though. So that's one roadblock out the way. <clears throat> but now it's and now it's the FTC. Uh, you know, the U.S. company is blocking the, or the U.S. regulatory body is blocking the deal right now. Just because they got to see what the hell else you're doing. Right. Well, because I think it might go through now because of um, the uh, the U.K. thing. Because with the U.K. thing, they made, they made it to where um, they would have to spin off or sell off the uh, mobile portion of Activision Blizzard because they thought that it would give Microsoft a, too big of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I think Microsoft's cool with because they're like, that's not really our focus. You know, it would have been nice to have, but it's not really our focus. Yeah. Um, and then I think with the FTC thing, they're just kind of worried about like anti-competitive stuff. Like if there's just too much big IP, like for instance, Call of Duty is just going to be on Xbox now. Yeah. And that would be a bad thing, I think. Well, I just feel like if Capcom, I feel like if Microsoft does get something like Capcom, they become more of a monopoly than ever before, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, they talked about buying it, I think, as an alternative to getting like Bethesda or Blizzard. Uh, because the reason that they bought Bethesda and Blizzard is so that they could have first party IP. Because they just didn't, they dropped the ball last generation and did not spend time like working with developers or acquiring any developers or building development studios to create first party IP. So, because of that, there's not really a reason to have an Xbox. Mm -hmm, yeah. Remember when Scalebound was supposed to be a thing? Dude, I was going to buy an Xbox. Yeah. That was going to be a system <laughs> seller for me. Yeah. Like, seriously, I saw that game and I'm like, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, I was like, I was like, all right, cool. Where is this at? Yeah. You know? And then that disappeared. But it, it that same shit kept happening, you know? Um, and they just, they had first party IP and then it just went away. Like, and the only, the only, like, IP that is Xbox is Fable, Halo, and Gears of War. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's it. That's like it. Whatever happened to, good God, that other game can't think of it right now well they had sunset overdrive which was a big hit but that was done by insomniac which are now oh, once yeah. again a, uh, a sony developer you know no the other game i can't think of right now uh -huh. silent dark or something like that uh -huh. i don't know i need to get it back to you on that one yeah i'm not sure but um you know, with the acquisition of, of Bethesda Game Studios, or Zenimax Media Group, rather. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, with this current acquisition of uh, Activision Blizzard, that'll give them a lot more IP, which is the thing that's important right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Xbox Game Studios has Microsoft, you know, Big Daddy Microsoft's money. So they can kind of afford to, you know, swing a big dick wallet around. Yeah. I'm really just looking into this game because I just don't know. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's going to bother me if I don't figure it out. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Is it like Silent Dark or some shit? Like Perfect Dark? Perfect Dark. There it is. Because <laughs> that game kind of like came and disappeared. Yeah. I knew it was something dark. I'm like, what the fuck is the name of this game? Okay, cool. Yeah, Perfect Dark. You're not wrong. Whew, that, that, that did me. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> that's going to bother me if I didn't know it. Um, okay, so with that being said, though, yeah, that game disappeared. Let's say, what else we got here? Um, Sony got hit with a ransomware attack. Yeah, did you see this? Yeah. That's the, that's the way it goes, man. You know, there, there, there are two types of people in this world, okay, Perry? There are people who have lost data, and there are people who have not lost data yet. Yeah. So it sounds like these people have lost. Mm-hmm. Well, Sony's got hit with these kinds of attacks and leaks and stuff before, uh, where their systems have been compromised. So you would think that they would, you know, double down and be more invested in cybersecurity. And it seems like they need to be even more vigilant than they have been. Yeah. I just don't like it. Hey, you can not like it all you want to, but there's some bad actors out in the world, Perry. You remember when someone they when they hacked the uh, uh, the PlayStation Store like a few years ago? Yep. That wasn't fun. Man, like Jacob was like, "Look, those kind of people just deserve to die." I was like, "Damn." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that's a little harsh." <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, did like anything get hacked or like from us? Anything we need to worry about as gamers, individuals, account holders? Uh, I mean, it could be. I'm not sure about the extent of the data that was lost. Um, but, you know, the, it's this the group has claimed that they're. Uh, have re- they have reportedly posted samples of the stolen data. Uh, featured in a PowerPoint presentation. PowerPoint presentation? Uh, Go off then. Go off. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Belonging to Sony's Quality Assurance Division, along with internal screenshots, possibly showing a Sony workstation, along with some Java files. Uh, We have all everything you need right here. (laughs) But, you know, the... Sony has reportedly uh, refused to pay the ransom, and uh, they have claimed that they are going to be selling it on the dark web before too long. Okay, then. Well, if you need any information, you can just go to Black Twitter if you want to. (laughs) We'll be right back. As I hit the record button again, I just found out from Stone that the uh, lottery is back over a billion. Yep. Over one billion (laughs) dollars. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to buy my ticket. Huh? I'm going to buy my ticket. <laughs> God. Somebody's got to win. May as well be me. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't win. You don't play. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, like, I mean, shit. The, I mean, the odds of getting, like, a $1 million ticket aren't all that bad, really. It's like one in 100,000. Oh, it's not that bad then. 
Maybe it's not the it's not the worst thing. Like, look, hitting the jackpot is astronomically small. You're more likely to like get fucking struck by lightning while getting attacked by a shark on land. If you hit the jackpot, I don't know what would happen to your body. Uh, you know, probably go into shock and keel over. <laughs> <laughs> you got you had to be like super quiet about it too. Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to tell anybody. You just want to go and. <clears throat> The, the first thing you would want to do is get set up with an estate lawyer. Yeah. I think that's the first thing you do is just get set up with an estate lawyer. Yeah, talk to someone financially, that kind of stuff. Get yeah. everything settled. Get all that figured out. Like, so what do you want to do first? Like, pay these student loans off first? Yeah. And like, well, that's minor. What else do you want to do? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, of course, you want to spend, you want to give some to your friends and family, that sort of thing. Yeah. Buy an island. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you know, that's the thing, though, is you got to kind of decide all that shit up front. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you can't, you can't be like, all right, well, I'm just going to give people money when they ask for it because you're just never going to hear the end of it. You know, people are going to keep asking you for money. They're going to keep asking and keep coming after you. They'll sue you, you know, but that's, that's why the first thing you do is you get a fucking lawyer. Yeah. First thing I would do is probably like, you know, like probably... I would probably get my dad into a house. Yeah. Because he's been in an apartment for a little too long. I'd get my dad in a house, pay off my mom's house. Yeah. That kind of stuff. You know, like. Yeah. You gotta like, take care of everybody. I get it. You take care of everybody. Like, hell, even help the inner circle friends. Hell, a place for your house. There you go. <laughs> like I say, <clears throat> that's like, I, I, you know, I can make it work off like, you know, $2 million. I could be done, I think. <laughs> You can get me done. Like just chill. I, can, I can just be done for like two million dollars. Pretty sure I can make it work. I got like actually my ex's girl, uh, granddad. He has, from what I've known, he has north of a million. Mm. Just chilling, chilling. Because he took care of himself financially too. It's like look, just mm-hmm. it's a lot. No, just just. And you would never know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, for real. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like if you if you live a modest lifestyle, you know, like say, because like you know, you say, all right, I want a salary of fifty thousand a year. Okay, it's decent money. You know, you pay yourself a salary of fifty thousand a year. You know, okay, you know that that'll get you a decent house, decent car. You know, that's what I got here. You know, I'm not making quite 50k, honestly. Yeah. Um. You know, of course, it depends on where you live. You know. Yeah. You you want to be somewhere where the cost of living isn't astronomical, so no, like living in L.A. or New York or something. But you know, you you live in like a, a smaller town. You know, you can make do with 50k a year for the rest of your life, and uh, but you think about that over the course of 40 years. You know, we're 30. You know, another 40 years should be 70. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to do is limp along for another 10 years after that. You get, you know, uh, you'll, you'll get things like the government will take care of you at that point, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you need $2 million for 50K a year at 40 years. You'll be good. You'll be good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you be done. I think I might have to play it in the lottery just to see what happens. Nothing probably would, but you know, I mean, you know, you buy your one, you spend your two dollars, you know, spend your two dollars on the lottery, and then see what the hell happens. And see what the hell happens. And you know, the 
worst case scenario, uh, it, it's basically a half pot, and the other half of it goes to, you know, education, or it's supposed to anyway. It should go to education. It's supposed to. Keyword supposed. It's supposed to pay for education, so there you go. But if it doesn't, oh man, first thing just rumbled. Damn. Damn. We ain't got an office of one that wants to help. Um, let's see. Anyways, uh, Star Wars Jedi 3 is in the works. Alright. I don't know. I haven't seen the ending of the game yet, <clears throat> but Cal Kestis. I forgot his name. Cameron Morgan? Is that his name? Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably end up playing Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. Once he goes on Game Pass. Once it goes on Game Pass or it goes on sale or something, you know. Mm-hmm. I've just got too much other shit right now, so I'll, I'll pick that up whenever I'm bored, you know. Yeah, Cameron Monaghan, sorry. Uh, it's just not cool, man. I'm just trying to straight storyline the game. Not do any rumors, no side missions, none of it anymore. I just want to see the ending of the game. Just taking forever. Huh? Just taking forever. Uh, I'm just not a fan of it. Like some, like I like from software games, but sometimes, like their combat system makes more sense compared to this survivor game. Yeah. You well, you said to, you didn't like the counter combat aspect. The counter combat aspect. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be more about the force and all the power that you have, but like, I don't have pull. I still don't have that. You can't force pull. I don't have force pull or force push. Do you not just unlock that in the story? You do. Like, unless I'm doing it wrong, but like some of these droids or something, I should just be able to pull them here towards me and block and stuff like that. Not doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm even hitting the button for it too. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. I don't know. It is weird. I think it might be like power, like some of the power too are just not cool. Like, you know, triangle is your harder button. Like, all right, cool. I should be able to do more damage now. But like, I don't know. Some 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 of the moves that require force meter just doesn't make sense. Why it requires force meter? You know. Mm-hmm. Is it maybe you need to be in like a different stance or something? Stances really aren't that big of a deal in the game because like all of them have a deflect. Like that's my thing is that like how do the hell do they get away with the combat in this game? It's my same argument with 16. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what we can talk about really fast, too, is that some people say that, like, it's hard coming from playing, because they played Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and they said it's kind of hard coming off 16 without having the little warp thing that happens in uh, 16. You know? It, like, it doesn't feel fluid. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, being able to shift and warp is not fluid, you know? It doesn't make the game, you know? This little mechanic that like makes you like go like spam to another spot doesn't make the game cool, you know? Exactly. So, I don't know. It might just be me just not, just trying to play a game and not really vibe into it. That's all. No, I feel that for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but really? would you, I mean, would you be interested in playing like an episode three? Oh, so far this story hasn't been good. So no? I mean, I'll play it because I'm a Star Wars fan, but like, it just, 
it's just not a story. There's like there's not anything really happening right now. If I'd say it that way. Yeah. And that's just me. Like other people said, like yeah, the story's just kind of meh, but the combat's fun. I'm like I'm not I'm not enjoying the combat though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, let's see what we have next. Star Wars Eclipse is still a thing. Is that the High Republic one? I'm not sure. It was a it's a game that was announced by uh, Quantic Dream, but uh, we just haven't heard anything about it since it was first announced in 2021. Was that the, the Game Awards? I think. Yeah, we watched that. One. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I don't remember where it was announced at, but yeah. Uh, I mean, Quantic Dreams is saying that it's still a thing. It's just simmering right now, so I think they're working on it. Um, I don't think it was High Republic, but it had that really like crazy trailer to it. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like on the moon or something like that. Well, it was yeah, it was like um, like you were in a ship and you were going around doing like the bounty hunter thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really sweet, but yeah, we just haven't heard anything about it. Apparently, it's just simmering. They're working on it. Hmm. Are you? I th- like you're just ready for the next High Republic thing, right? I, I yeah, honestly, um, the High Republic is like a big like it, it's it's where like all the crazy feats happen. Where like you know, people are really in tune with the force and it's just, um, you know, there's just all kinds of craziness happening. It's whenever the Republic is still young, the Sith are active, um, you know, there's Jedi everywhere, there's Sith everywhere, there's crazy force powers going on everywhere. And that's like the peak of what everybody wants to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eclipse looks sweet, and I'm, I'd be excited to play it. Um, so I hope we see more about it. Quantic Dreams, though, they're no more known for their choice-based type games, though, right? Yeah. Hmm. So it'd be interesting for them to make an actual action-packed game. Yeah, they did um, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, uh, Fahrenheit, Indigo Prophecy, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're they're more like heavily like character driven story experiences, you know, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like an open world RPG sort of thing. Yep, yep, yep. And honestly, I think I'd still be okay with that, you know, mm-hmm. playing a game like that in this for sure. Did you play Detroit? Yeah. Did you like it? I thought it was cool, yeah. I only played through it the one time, but it was cool. I haven't played through it one time. I was like, yeah, you gotta go back and see the alternate. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I played Heavy Rain, too. I really like that one. And Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. I Like like I said, I'm a Quantum Dream fan, to be more or less. Okay, this is the big one for you. The Switch game canceled the U- over the Unity stuff. Yep. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you you know if you're not aware, Unity made 
uh, some sweeping changes to their pricing plan, basically, uh, to where they were going to like retroactively charge developers uh, that had used Unity in the past. Uh, so any game that had sold more than 200,000 copies or had more than 200,000 downloads would be subject to a runtime fee where they would be charged 20 cents per install. Mm-hmm. So that's every time <clears throat> every time the game had been installed, um, they would be charged 20 cents for that. Um, so a lot of developers were up in arms about it because Unity has, generally speaking, been the more like indie dev friendly engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people have spent their entire careers working in Unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they have to, um, you know, there are studios that that's what they do is they make Unity games and now they have to switch gears to a whole other engine because they just can't afford those runtime fees. Uh, there are indie devs who have made like one game, like there's a guy that made like a single game uh, by himself and sold it to Epic. It was built in Unity and it, they, he sold it to Epic to be a free game on the Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. The game has more than, like, 5 million downloads. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, they're going to end up charging me more for that game than I made off of it. Yeah. Because it, it's a it, he got a one-time payment from Epic for, like, you know, $20,000 or whatever it was, you know, mm-hmm. for the game. And now they're talking about charging $0.20 cents a download on a game that's been downloaded 10 million times. So you're like, I'm not doing this then. Yeah. It, it's like, it, it is absolutely crazy. And the way that they went about it, they basically just made these sweeping changes unilaterally without like allowing anybody to opt in or opt out. And they're just like, yep, if you ever used our engine ever, ever, then you get to pay us a bunch of fucking money now. <laughs> they said they were, I think after we had that podcast, they said they were walking that back though. I don't know how true that is. They're, I, I think they're working on changing the terms and doing something different there. Um, because it's absolutely not fair. It is, it is well within Unity's rights to change how their pricing model works, but it is not their right to force somebody else to accept new terms, basically, to a contract. You know, if you think about it like that, it's like, okay, well, all these devs were under the impression that they had, you know, they had this contract with Unity where they were allowed to use their engine for free or whatever the terms were, if they paid a one-time upfront cost or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the, now Unity is just like, well, now we're changing the terms of that contract, and now you owe us a bunch of fucking money. Haha, we got you. Yeah, that's not cool at all. That's not cool at all. <clears throat> that's not cool at all. But, like, seriously, though, like, for someone that just, like, you said 5 million downloads, and they said that they're going to make more mm-hmm. off that than what they paid me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and, like, um, uh, like, the, uh, like, Among Us was made in Unity. Was it? I yeah. didn't realize that. And they just should drop something new. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that game's been installed probably a lot. <laughs> We're not even talking about, like, just PC or just phone users. Well, probably more phone users than anything else, though. Mm-hmm. Good God. But, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. So, I, I could see where we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of games that are in development that are either going to be heavily delayed because they have to switch engines or they're just going to be outright canceled. Yeah. Like this game was. Oh, he's like, it's happening. <laughs> yep. You're going to start seeing more and more of that shit. You cl- you said that last week, the last two weeks. He's like, look, bro, this is what's going to happen. 
This is what's going to happen. And it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Damn it, Unity, you had a good thing going. All right. Well, it, it'd be one thing if they were like effective uh, first of the year. If you use our engine going forward, then you have to pay us a bunch of money whenever you do your runtime thing. And I'd be like, okay, well, that kind of sucks. We need to switch our engine, you know, or whatever. But it, it wouldn't completely fucking deep dick all the devs that had, you know, used this engine in the past. And there's just literally nothing they can do about it other than have their game pulled. Yeah. You know? Which is what Cult of the Lamb developer was going to do. Um, do they back off from that? I'm not yet, as far as I'm aware. I think they're going to pull their game if this... If, if the uh, runtime V goes through as it is currently stated, they're going to pull their game. I like, you will not be able to pick up Cult of the Lamb anymore. I would too, though. I would too. I don't blame them one bit. Mm. Just put a charger in over here really fast. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Let's see. Banishers Ghost of New Eden released is hit with a delay. I was really excited for this game too, man. I, it looks cool. But also, like, probably not be- not for the worst, though. Because with all the games that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Because they try to push it upward, and then it's like, eh, by French video, don't not face an unexpected, unexpected delay. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, scheduled to come out on November 7th. Yeah. Um, which I think would have been an okay release date. Yeah. You know, it's still close to a lot of other big games that are coming out, like Alan Wake 2, for instance. Which I think is coming out like right before, right around Halloween. Um, but yeah, they pushed it back to February thirteenth of twenty twenty four. Oh my gosh! Don't get it, but February is gonna be more crowded than this is, though. So what fucking happened last year? A bunch of games got pushed back in from holiday season into February, and then February got fucking crowded. I mean, like February is crowded though, because I'm thinking like. Persona 3 comes out, and then at the end of the month, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth comes out. Yep. You're putting this in here. Yep. I mean, at the start of the year, Tekken 8? Like, come on, man. Like, what are we, like... Huh, like, has Claypro this year signed the crowded end-of-the-year release calendar on both PCs and consoles? They believe that by launching during a less hectic period, the game will have a better chance to shine in the gaming landscape. But... So, it's like, the game might be done... Is understandable considering that November twenty twenty three is teeming is teeming with heavyweight releases including titles like Call of Duty Modern Warfare three, Like a Dragon Gaiden, Persona five, and more making it a strategic move to release banishers in the less crowded gaming environment. Okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'm not mad about this then. It's it's not a bad delay, honestly. Yeah, it's not the worst. Like the delay is to make sure that people can play. It's not because of bugs or anything like that. It's just because it's like, hey, I don't think anyone's gonna play it now. Because think about it, Alan Wake's about to come out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh wait, we could play Assassin's Creed Mirage starting this coming week. Yeah. Yeah, they moved it up to date. <laughs> there you go. Good God, I'm not playing it yet. I still got to play Valhalla. But, you know. That's just Valhalla. Uh, let's see. What else? Resident Evil iPhone costs $60. Uh, 
Yeah, so this is... Um, <clears throat> they are releasing Resident Evil 4 Remake, like the new one. Yeah. As a full-fledged game on the cell phone. Yeah. On the iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> and it will cost $60 because it is the full game running at console level, um, you know, performance. Yeah. On a fucking iPhone. Yeah, I know you were like, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. My cell phone is now running console games. What the shit? Like current console yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not like, oh, we're going to port like San Andreas to the phone or whatever the shit. You no. know? You know, this ain't your mama's PS2 uh, fucking... Resident Evil 4. Four, this yeah. is the remake for like current gen consoles. They came out a couple of months ago. <laughs> came out a couple of months ago that will be running on your goddamn iPhone Pro 15. How do you feel, Stone? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it, it promises a lot. And if the it, if the game can run and it lets your, like, and your phone can run it for like more than, I don't know, 20 minutes at a time, then like that will shake up the market. I think because now we're starting to get into we don't need a console anymore the future of gaming is your cell phone yeah that's where you start to get into you know and you start to get into things like can my cell phone run like a VR headset and like I could I have like a full VR experience with my cell phone and it's like there's no point in consoles anymore if your phone can do it it's like why do I have to spend another $500 on a console when I have this you know Smartphone that I'm already paying a thousand dollars for. Yeah, you know that I'm already spending too much money over, and it's like, oh well, no shit. But I mean, you know, it's I, I. It remains to be seen, but it I think it will change the game if it happens and it works well. Mm mm mm. Well, we'll find out. When's it come out? Did it say? Because the iPhone's out now. Well, so just arriving sometime in 2023. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it just didn't say when. It Village just... will also arrive on the iPhone 15 on October 30th. Uh, but yeah, so just before the end of the year. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see. Video game strike. I get this is an actual thing. Yeah. Um, so the 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 SAG after member, or, um, yeah, they approved a video game strike um, with a ninety eight percent vote yes. But yeah, so <clears throat> I I don't think we're gonna see this. This isn't gonna really impact anything uh, because like earlier this week, uh, SAG and uh, the studio execs have come to some sort of tentative agreement. Um, so the strikes are not the picket lines are uh, closed right now. So they're everybody's gone home. Uh, they still have to like ratify this decision. So the the members of SAG have to vote on it. Uh, but currently there is an agreement in place for that has worked out for both ends basically. Okay. So I I don't think we're gonna see this um, <clears throat> really impacting anything now. Uh, but you know, if the strikes do need to continue, uh, it looks like the actors and writers for, uh, video games are probably going to also be on strike as well. 
Mm. Which could delay a few games, but they're probably mostly un- unannounced titles that we're not really privy to anyway. That we had no idea about all, all the ones that have been like announced or coming out. Like they're pretty much almost done. They're they're done, and writing and acting is not going to impact where they're at right now because they're in like polish mode. Yeah, you know, um, the writing writing for a game happens very early in the game development process. And then the acting or motion capture parts of it, um, what happened fairly close to that, but not at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it would be like in the middle of development. So there's not, I I think a lot of the games that this would impact are games we haven't even heard about. So. But yeah. So hopefully the, the strike, you know, ends with a, you know, a good note for the union and everybody gets taken care of like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a big part of the agreement, um, if I remember correctly, is that um, in, uh, work that it was generated by an AI cannot be optioned for movies. What? Say it again. Yeah. So like it is so like if you have if you get an AI to generate like a book for you, um, that book because it was written by an AI cannot be turned into a movie. It shouldn't be. Fuck no. That that's part of the agreement. Yeah. Like fuck, fuck no. Like that, listen. <laughs> like I gotta be able to write too. Like you know. Exactly. So. Help me out. <laughs> that, that, that's part of the that was part of their agreement. Is like those. Those books cannot be optioned for movies, so... Mm-hmm. Shove that out there. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. And I think, if I remember correctly, I think uh, George R. R. Martin and several other, like, big authors um, are suing ChatGPT, if I recall correctly. You're suing ChatGPT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, play, like, uh, copyright infringement, basically. Oh, well, I do like ChatGPT when you're, like, using it for D&D. It speeds things up a little bit. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, get the full article pulled up here. Yeah, this was put out on the 21st, so... Not last week, but the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh... Was it John Grisham, uh, Jody Picoult, and George R. R. Martin are among 17 authors suing OpenAI for systematic theft on a mass scale. Uh, the latest in a wave of legal action by writers concerned that mm-hmm. artificial intelligence programs are using their copyrighted works without permission. Because they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how they work. <laughs> Is... They, they comb the internet and use any string of words ever written and then try to predictively... That, that's all it is. is it, ChatGPT is a really fancy predictive text generator. That's all it mm-hmm. is. At, at its core, that's what it does. It, it scours the internet and looks for the words that you typed out and says, okay, I found some stuff that's similar. This is the sort of thing that you want here. And just kind of spits it out for you. Recombines okay. some stuff that's already existing. Um, it can't come up with anything new. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I like I've noticed that like for some like chat GPT because like we're privy to it we, you have to be privy to it like you gotta know how to use the technology and stuff it's yeah like, it is a tool it is a tool but like people are like going crazy it's like oh it's this and that it's gonna take over I'm like it if you you don't have to make it that way guys you know it, it's the new calculator yeah it really that's is that's what it is it's, it's is. the new calculator and I, I think it should be treated as such you know it, it is it is the future and it is what you should be you should be teaching people how to use it and not vilifying it. You know, Mm-mm. we should be making it be able to be used. You know, in a good way. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of, like, for instance, like students writing papers with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, you could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe you should be showing them how to do that and being able to because it kind of just shows like how stupid writing papers is anyway honestly like I never really cared for it in my schooling or anything but Mm -hmm. I I think that you know the the point of writing a paper is to go out and find information and then recombine it and explain it in such a way to show that you understand it Mm -hmm. it's essentially the, the purpose of writing a paper um, you know, it's why whenever you want to demonstrate that you know something, you can teach it to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In order to teach it to somebody, you have to have full understanding of the subject that you're teaching. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, I think that students should not be vilified for using ChatGPT or any other sort of AI to generate papers. I think they should be taught how to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, and what it means to do that and how it works. You know, <clears throat> it's like in the uh, the 60s, uh, teachers banned uh, calculators in the classroom. You know, yeah. because, you know, you, you you need to be able to do the math yourself, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, it's fuck like that. Fuck that. We got calculators. We have the tool for the problem. Yeah, let's like, figure out the problem. <laughs> like, let's make life easier for us. <laughs> that's how that <laughs> goes. Work, you know, it's how shit should go. Okay, enough about ChatGPT. Horizon Forbidden West, complete edition coming. I still gotta play this fucking DLC, man. Same. <laughs> and I like Horizon. I really do. That ending to that game, though, not so good. It got a little. It got a little too weird towards the end there. Like with the whole. Uh, <clears throat> like I, 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 I'm okay with like the. You know, the villains basically being humans that escaped the apocalypse and a spaceship, you know, yeah. and, and are living on some other planet or whatever the fuck, you know. All right. Cool. I get it. There were several different strategies for surviving the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I I like that whole thing. I like that angle. I like having the those humans come back and them being basically a different species at this point. Um, you know, spoiler alert for Horizon Forbidden West. A year old. I think it's past that threshold. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, the the very end where it's just like, yeah, and now there's like this ball of like AI hate coming towards us. Like, I don't know, that's a little weird. I'm like, could have done something else there, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's like, screw that. I'm like, I, I mean, I, I get it. Like, it's, it's probably fine and it'll probably work out like 
as a good as a cool story and everything. But also, I was just like, eh, that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's coming out soon. It's also going to PC. So, for anyone that wants to play it. I think they would look beautiful on a PC, though. Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks pretty on console, honestly. Yeah, it was pretty on console, too. Uh, Devil May Cry, Netflix. I'm here for it. <clears throat> uh, they're, Netflix has done a, a great job, you know, converting it. IP and anime, getting new anime off the ground and stuff. My friend actually last night told me, he's like, I was looking at it last night on Netflix and like, me and Kirsten said like, yeah, they're really doing a lot of anime. And he doesn't watch anime. Like, yeah. Netflix is doing a lot of anime on here. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's the place to be, man. Yeah. They're paying for it and they're, they're getting it done. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks great. Uh, and... You know, there was like an old school like uh, Devil May Cry anime that was okay too, too. But I'm like, I'd love to see it revamped. Yeah, Anamusha had got an anime. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Check that out yet? No, I haven't. Are you Anamusha fan? I uh, really, you're not Anamusha fan. Interesting. It's a great. It was a great game. Great game. Let's see. Jim Ryan's retiring. Yep. After 30 years as CEO of uh, Sony Computer Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, you know, specifically, I think the, uh, um, like, American yeah. branch of it. But I thought someone else was in charge for him. No, I guess he, no, I guess he was CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, like, period. Oh, just in general. Because, uh, well, he was the head of global sales and marketing. Uh, he was deputy president uh, before becoming CEO, um, but yeah, he's been he's been at Sony heading heading it up for a long time. It's okay, thirty years is enough, bro. Dude, you did your work. Appreciate you. Go sit down somewhere. Right. <laughs> I you know he did a great job with the company. And everything. I don't I don't really think of uh, you know Jim Ryan as like a gamer or anything. You know, mm-hmm. he's not Phil Spencer. Like if you play Xbox, you'll run into Phil Spencer online sometimes. He plays video games. He fucks around. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, there's actually... I saw an article about somebody who was playing uh, Fallout 76 and ran into um, somebody with the username that he usually uses. And it turns out it was Phil Spencer. Because he, he took a screenshot and tagged him in, on Twitter. And it was like, yeah, that was me. Cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer really plays video games, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, MetaQuest three. That's coming out. I don't know. I don't, I never played the MetaQuest. Yeah, I mean, I don't. V- I like I like the concept and the idea of VR. I don't. I never really got into it myself. Um, mainly because it's very expensive and not a lot of payoff for it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm glad to see that it's doing well enough that it warrants at least, you know, some iterative updates to the headsets. Uh, you know, the Quest 3 and the Quest 2 here. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Yeah, it looks like the, the new headset features a 40% slimmer visor and a new Snapdragon chipset to power its virtual reality and mixed reality experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Okay, this one was funny. Apparently, it's like uh, there's a Pikachu Van Gogh like promo card or some shit. 
<laughs> so, that was pretty funny. Like apparently people are trying to break into the the Van Gogh museum to get it or some shit. What the fuck? Yeah. And it just like with Pikachu wearing a beanie or like a hat or some shit. Yeah. Van Gogh is being offered as part of a new Pokemon Van Gogh exhibition in Amsterdam. Among other activities, the exhibition exhibit itself includes six Van Gogh paintings recreated with Pokemon, such as sunflowers with a hidden sunflora and Snorlax and Munchlax making a cameo in the bedroom. Cool. Despite being aimed at young children in museums, website says the activity is aimed at those age six and up. Yep. I, I mean, there's plenty of Pokemon fans that are adults, you know. Yeah, there's sculptors at the Van Gogh. That's what it is, sculptors. Hmm. A pristine copy of the Pikachu's Munch Scream card is sold for 15000 at auction earlier this year, going some way, way to explain why people are so keen to get their hands on this latest promo. A promo that nobody else can get. Hmm. Anyways, go check out the museum if you're in Germany. <laughs> Someone, if you just happen to be up there. Or if you just happen to be out in Germany <laughs> while listening to the podcast. That's right. We have worldwide reach. Barry, we, are, we are worldwide reach. I've seen places <laughs> like Germany listen to this thing. It's like, huh? Who's listening to this over there? Like one download, just like one random download. We appreciate you, random citizen. <laughs> random citizen. Someone was talking to me like uh, last night. They tried to tell me something in Japanese, uh, not in Japanese, in German. Uh, German. And I was just like, what are you going to say Germanese? <laughs> I was going to say Germanese. <laughs> uh, it's a struggle out here, let me tell you. Yeah, I was like, German? Cool. Uh, but anyways, and they said, I said, what the fuck did you say to me? And they told me again, I'm like, that, that doesn't sound like the word ambulance at all, but all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Division three got announced. I just did that for me. Uh, do you have anything else to add? Some, I think we got through all the topics. Today. I think we covered it all. Oh, what you've been watching? Uh, well, the season of anime just, uh, just wrapped up. So. Um, been, mm. you know, watching mostly that stuff. Uh, watched, uh, ZOM 100. That's still ongoing. You liking it? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Every episode is just a, a feast for the eyes, honestly. Okay. So, did you like Spy Family? Spy Family comes out next week. Yeah. Uh, Spy Family starts up, season two starts up next week. Uh, so does Goblin Slayer season two starts up next Ooh. week. Ooh. What's funny is like some of my friends keep on talking to me about Demon Slayer. It's like we gotta stop talking about this show, man. Yeah, because we're talking about Goblin Slayer. Yeah, he's like, do you not like Demon Slayer part at all? <laughs> I, I tried. Like all right, I mean, I, I tried. It. I tried. I tried so hard, and I just couldn't get into it. But in but, the end, but in the end, didn't even matter. Like when you told me how it ended, I'm like, oh. I can't wait for everyone else to feel so upset about how trash this show is. Then <laughs> that's kind of what it is. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's fine all the way up to the end, and then it just kind of sucks. Yeah, and what's funny is like one of our friends, he's a big Demon Slayer fan. I'm like, I've heard about the ending. He's like, 
I have two. And I'm not, he's like, I'm not happy with it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, what, Nezuko can talk or some shit? She's yeah. like a daywalker or some nonsense. Yeah, she's basically, at, at the end of the current season, uh, the Swordsman, Swordsmith Village arc, uh, she basically becomes like a daywalker, more or less. Uh, where she can, she's a demon, but she can still be out in the sun, and she can talk again. Wow. Yep. I'm taking Ed and out any day of the week, so I'm going to keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for her, and I, I'm here for it, you know. It's like, okay, well, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm that glad makes she's sense. developing as a character and not just kind of like a, a cutesy mascot or whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Mushoku Tensei Season 2 just wrapped up. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I liked liked how that show is going too. Um, Let's see. I, said, I've been, I've been watching Love Is War. And that's been fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, Roni Kinchin uh, just wrapped up too. Roni Kinchin? Yep, they're re- redoing it. Really? Yep. So like a, like how they did um, Trigun Stampede. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're redoing. Rurouni Kenshin too, uh, which I mean, honestly, if they now all they got to do is redo the Cowboy Bebop anime, and it'll be the trifecta. <laughs> What's like, funny is like '90s classics. We were watching it like a week ago, like because you were gone. We uh, we were having dinner. They put on Cowboy Bebop, and one of the people says, "Like I don't even know what's happening in the show." I'm like, "That's that's Cowboy Bebop." Like, is it the that, anime or live action? The anime. Yeah. Like we we're watching the first episode. It was just oh, like, like that's a good one. It's just like. I didn't know she was pregnant. I'm like, no way, dude. <laughs> like, just, just like this, like Cowboy Bebop makes no sense until the last four episodes. <laughs> like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that no, not exactly. <laughs> Most of Cowboy Bebop is like Monster of the Week sort of thing. It really is Monster um, of the Week because <laughs> it, it's each one of them is kind of its own self-contained story. <laughs> About different bounties that they come across, uh, you know, barring a few episodes that are, you know, put together, part yeah. two sort of thing, and then at the very end, the last like four or five episodes is about Spike and Precious and yeah. So it, it was just funny though, just like oh, this ain't that again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just thought about you. It was like when I said it, like yeah, the, like the last four episodes is like where it has an actual story, but it's like most of the lead shit. Yeah, yeah. After that, it's really just like hijinks through space. You know, yeah. See a space cowboy. See a space cowboy. That's right. With that being said, let's get the hell out of here because you got to get some ready for some while. Yeah. Okay, so what is your recommended game, Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah, we'll say Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say go check out Fan Liberty because it's looking like it's pretty hot right now. Show of the week. Uh, show of the week, I will say, uh, go ahead and watch, uh, Goblin Slayer, season one. Goblin Slayer, season one? Yep. Season two is coming out next week. Get yourself ready. Yeah. To slay some goblins. There's also a, a pretty funny, a bridge series online, if you're into that sort of thing, mm-hmm. on YouTube. So, you know, check that out, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. I am into Love is War right now. It's just like a funny thing to watch. Like, love is war. It, yeah, it's a really cute anime. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Anyways, we're going to get out of here, guys. Thank you for rocking with us. It's good to be back. It's good to have Stone back. And we'll see you all next week with some more AWA Gaming News.
Love you. Peace.